Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise. Hello and welcome to the EM360 podcast, where we have a weekly conversation with people here impacting the enterprise tech landscape. My name is Matt Harris, Head of Content here at EM360 and your host on today's episode. And today I'm joined by Don Murray. Don is the president at Safe Software, and we're here to talk about geospatial data integration in the era of AI. Don, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, thank you for your time, Don. Um, just to get people sort of started, could you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Sure. Uh, my name is Don Murray. I'm one of the co-founders of Safe Software. And Safe Software is a company that helps organizations connect all their systems together with data so that they're able to leverage the data across their entire organization to make better decisions and uh, get, get more value from their data. Yeah, perfect. And, and you know, obviously, let's be honest, everyone's talking about AI right now. Uh, and it's really proving to be, you know, one of the biggest disruptors to the tech space post-COVID. Um, how would you say AI has really impacted geospatial data and location intelligence? Yeah, um, generative AI, uh, most people know it as open AI now, but there, there's many others, is really you know, just transformative, changing, changing the entire landscape. When I think about our business and geospatial, there's a number of things that come to mind. The first is using generative AI to make users of geospatial data more productive. And um, or organizations will see us and other vendors, of course, doing this over the over the years to come. Um, and this just is is really exciting because this means people will be able to do more. They'll be able to get uh, more workflows built faster using generative AI as this amazing, powerful um, assistant. The second way we're using generative AI is to have generative AI generate data sets that otherwise don't exist. So you could, for example, um, ask generative AI to generate you a list of the hundred cities with, um, the, you know, with, with the highest air pollution on any day um, or the cities that are growing the fastest or the cities with, you know, traffic congestion. You can just make up all these questions and you can tell generative AI to return it to you as a data set. And so again, you know, huge, va huge value being able to, you know, pull, pull data that's out there um, and uh, make it available for your workflows. Yeah, that's really interesting, like that that particular application. And, you, you know, we see AI developing so rapidly, especially when you look at these uh, pictures that you can generate with uh, AI, you know, huge strides in, you know, these faces not really being realistic to, you know, just completely uh, kind of generating, you know, whole crowds of people. Um, how do you really see AI transforming over the next five years and how you know, sophisticated do you think it's really going to get? Yeah, I mean, that's, that is the question. We're, we're barely six months in. And already we, you know, six months ago, we couldn't have imagined um, the impact of, of generative AI. So at SAFE, the way we're engaging is we're telling, you know, we had a meeting across the whole company. We told everybody, you know, to, to use it, to, to, to get on it, to try it, to, um, and see how it can impact their job. We made it very clear that SAFE is going to use this as a way to hire and to grow. We're not going to use this as a way to reduce, um, you know, reduce our staff. So then that, that sort of empowered our staff to go out there and just try things. And we're just seeing it across the entire organization um, in communications with third parties, in sales, when we reach out to a new client to make sure our message is, is more focused and 
And um, and I I don't think we have any idea how this is going to change um, the landscape in the next in the next five years. Honestly, it's it's going to be exciting. And um, and really, as as a technology company, I think you have to get on um, generative AI. This is not one that you can afford to um, ignore. Yeah, exciting and also a little bit worrying as well. You know, I'm, I'm sure we both grew up with, you know, Terminator, iRobot and all of that kind of stuff. And I'm really interested to know about, you know, how you personally feel about AI and how your employees feel about about AI and, you know, how how specifically are you kind of bringing that into safe? Yeah, so we, we do have um, legal guidelines. We have to be careful. We don't leak information out with generative AI. Sure. And, um, and of course, you can, you, you know, you can get the Azure one and, and then, you know, Microsoft is, is good at keeping data pu- to private. But, but I think also there's a huge responsibility for organizations who you do engage generative AI to um, really be careful, make sure that, you know, you're, it's being used for, for, for good, you know, like any technology can be, can be used for the wrong reasons. And at SAFE, we're really, really, careful and to make sure that our staff and us are using it to drive the productivity of both us um, and and our users. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, have you yourself experienced any challenges when really like bringing that AI into the company or are are there any uh, uh, like hurdles that you overcame? Um, there is, um, some people, um, are tending to just jump on it and go and others are, you know, more, um, you know, sort of, they, they are, they're just a little slower and they just more, more, um, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Anyway, they, they just want to t- you take it a little slower and are not sure, but that's just sort of the spectrum of, of people. So, you know, once people feel comfortable and that this is not threatening to them, then they're more likely, to, you know, to, to get on and try it. Me, myself, um, I use it every day and now it's a tool I can't imagine, you know, being, being without. So, yeah. Yeah. So in terms of, you know, how, how your company is kind of moving forward in the, in the geospatial data space, would you say that AI is more of a enabler to, you know, really do the things you were kind of already doing just more efficiently? Or do you really feel as though that's opening up new kind of gateways and opportunities for you? Uh, both. Yeah. So for sure, it's going to enable us to do things faster and it's going to enable us to take the productivity, so enabling our users to do more faster in ways that we never, ever, you know, imagined. But it also opens up whole new gateways. So, for example, right now we're in, you know, four languages. Our product's been translated into four languages. You know, with generative AI, and it's even it's just its translation capabilities, we will be able to better support clients and the product in, in other languages um, you know, which is really exciting because now uh, somebody can speak in their their, um, their their native language, and generative AI can translate it for us, or support people can converse in what's best for them, and the the quality even at that is is really really um, unheard of. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Um, yeah, it is. yeah. So that yeah, really interesting application there. Actually, um, do you have any kind of advice for other business leaders in the space looking to you know utilize AI more effectively in their company? Yeah, I would say um, every company should get you know get on it, um, and it can, because it can impact you right across the business from your sales to your marketing to your messaging to your the way you interact with customers to 
you know, even when I build um, presentations now, I ask generative AI to build me an outline, right? And then and it will build build me a really great outline. It's not that I couldn't build an outline, but now something that might take me, you know, an hour is 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 literally crushed down to like a couple of minutes. And so, and now I'm able to engage more customers. Um, better, more quality, because no longer do I have to manually go search their websites and other information on the internet to pull it together. Generative AI will do that. Now, of course, generative AI has this um, this tendency from time to time. They call it hallucinate, where it makes up text, which doesn't actually, which is not based on reality. And so, and that just drives home. It's you know, it's an assistant. It's sort of like when you have these self driving cars. Really, a self driving car and the driver. It's more of a partnership than I would say. Um, a self-driving experience where you just give the car control and then close your eyes and enjoy. You have to be paying attention. And it's the same thing with this generative AI. It is an accelerator. It's going to give you information, some of it good, most of it good. But there are some things in there that, um, you know, you really need to look out and for. And so a domain expert is in, must be in control when you're engaging, engaging this assistant. But companies who don't engage it, um, the, uh, the technology space is full of um, companies that have sort of, you know, been been overtaken by a wave of technology and ended up being washed up on the beach. And um, and um, so I think if you're a technology company or you're in a space where your competitors are using it, you know, you're a marketing company, you're branding, whatever you do, you need to embrace generative AI because your competitors will and that will give them a big competitive advantage Um you know, compared to you, if they use it correctly. Yeah, I think we've come a long way from uh, talking paperclips, right? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes. Yeah, so final question for you today then, Don. Um, what would you say is the one thing that you wish AI could do that it can't do already? Yeah, wow, that that is a great question. Um, training it is particularly hard. So we, like it's safe, we're looking at, um, you know, how we can get it to author in our no-code environment. And um, and it's very clear that um, training this generative AI, people put a lot of effort into it, and that is um, still a lot of effort. So if organizations, you know, they have special special knowledge, or in our case, we have a special um, user interface to be built, we are going to make it so much easier um, for our users. Um, last week, we had something called Innovation Days, where our, our entire development staff gets a week to do whatever they want. And there was a lot of them trying generative AI. So yeah, so I would say the one thing is, it's still difficult to train. But I think that when you see, well, I don't think I know that when you put in the effort, and you see the results, it definitely is you know, worth the effort. Yeah. Yeah, completely agree. Completely agree. Don, thank you so much for coming on and joining us on the podcast today. I really do appreciate it. Uh, where can people go to learn more about yourself and learn more about SAFE? Yeah, so you'll find um, www.safe.com and you'll learn all there about um, both SAFE software and uh, and the product. And you'll find a link on there about uh, about who I am and who we are as well. So uh, yeah, and of course, reach out anytime, info at safe.com. We just love what we do. And, uh, and uh, one of our big strengths, we call it the restaurant model, is, and that means we're super friendly. We, uh, we love to talk and not just sell our products. So, and, and, um, and so come on, stop by. And even if you just want to chat about something, we're always excited to, uh, to chat with anybody about data in general. But generative AI is, is the hot topic we're talking a lot about. So, yeah, it's exciting times for sure.
Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So guys, that is safe.com. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back next week with another episode in our podcast series. Until then, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on all major platforms. Follow the conversation on our socials at EM360Tech on Twitter and LinkedIn. And for more great daily content, please head on over to em360tech.com.